0: My chosen method of rest tends to be a little bit more mental. So basically, any non-thinking activity, because I I just need that mental break. Um, So that can be watching TV or not even really watching it, but it's on and I'm half paying attention and half poking my phone. Mindless activities can equal rest for me. But I also I like mental rest, like reading and learning that's when I consider that, that I've had a break.
1: Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey diving deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. We explore pivotal moments, motivations, challenges conquered, and the inspiration that fuels their success. Guiding you on this journey is none other than Roderick Lenhart, a multi-seven-figure business owner, number one best-selling author, international speaker, and certified business coach. Time to buckle up, because here we go.
2: So, Nick. Roderick. You are not going to record this episode tonight.
0: We were trying to buy ourselves another day or two because, as you can probably hear, I am sick.
2: Yeah. You've been having a bit of a rough go. I've got just a touch of it. (laughs) But I think we both talked about it earlier, and we've got this commitment to doing every third episode. And I kind of think of it like when you say you're going to work out or you say you're going to do something, it's when you don't honor those things in yourself is like a little piece of you dies. <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are at the late night.
0: <laughs> I don't have many, very many pieces left for me to die right now.
2: I think that's what happens when you are the brand. And it's something I work with people on every day. It's something I worked in my own businesses on. It's mistakes I've made going into this business. I know that I'm the brand. So when people want coaching, They don't want Bob Smith. They want me. So, but that's a, that's a logical decision I'm making. It's thought out and how ultimately that scales and changes over time. But, and I know you, you experienced that in real estate.
0: Sure. I mean, uh, in, in real estate as the agent without a team, I also was my brand. So if I wasn't working, no one was working that can be difficult to manage when you're not feeling well, but you just do it. Like tonight. Like tonight. We have a commitment to ourselves, each other, and now you guys, our listeners.
2: And as expected of the three first episodes last week, and we, depending on when you're listening to this, we released the first three episodes live last week at the event in Austin that I was speaking at. And... I assumed that the episode with Nicole would be the most popular, and it certainly was. That was all the feedback we got. So this is episode two of the Rodnick Show.
0: And that wasn't even my best work, you guys. And this this episode certainly won't be either. So y'all are in for a real treat.
2: I think, though, it's it's that reality of working together. And one of the comments that we got from... We'll just say a listener. We will not we will not name that person. It was like, you know, you guys you should record episodes, but not just when you're in this awesome headspace and have all this great mental energy and and it's like we weren't, man.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'll name him Kane, you jinxed us. You jinxed us because then I got sick and I'll look at what's happening.
2: But I think that's what that's what doing anything. Professionally is in this, I think about the, uh, what was that special we watched with Only Mirrors in the Building? What's her name?
0: Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez.
2: Where she is like pumping herself up to go out on stage and is just miserable at all kinds of levels. But the people in the audience didn't know that. And she just went out and did her job. And I think you have to, just have to show up, man.
0: I mean, T-Swizzle's great and all, good for Selena Gomez, but in the words of Jay-Z... Difficult takes a day. Impossible takes a week. <laughs> what does
2: that have to do with our show?
0: This is difficult.
2: <laughs> oh man. So I think both of us <laughs> were <laughs> both of us were just exhausted after Austin last yes. week. We had just gotten back from Europe from the book launch and all that. We were excited to be home and then it was Two weeks later, three weeks later, I don't know what it was, but I typically love getting on planes, and I was not excited to be flying to Austin.
0: Well, for months in our calendar, we were looking forward to this time that we're in right now because Austin was the last kind of big thing that we had in our calendar. So we were really looking forward to having the rest of the year, especially during a couple of holidays, to just slow it down a notch and take it easy. We still have a lot of stuff we're working on, but you know, rest, I really wanted to rest. Um, and right now I'm being forced to rest because I'm sick and I don't like forced rest. It's, it's not the same as rest for me.
2: I think it reminds me of that. I don't know if we talked about it in full on the last episode, but it's that twin cycles of creativity and rest that I've been studying that a lot lately. It's in a bunch of the Robin Sharma books I'm reading right now and it's it's not just that daily what i've been looking at is daily when during the day am i most creative am i most able to get the main tasks that are going to move my business my life everything forward and then the secondary tasks come after that but there's also that extended break needed and if you look at great thinkers throughout time you know edisons and fords and michelangelos and da vincis and you know go on down the list of people they not only understood that daily but they took a month off they took a sabbatical and that's where the ideas come from and it's that concept of like working out you know you don't build the muscle at the gym you build the muscle while you're sitting on your couch while you're repairing and it's the same thing with your mind and with creativity and i certainly feel guilty when I'm not working on something. There's a lot of big things happening in the business right now. And if I'm not working on those things, I f- I really feel guilty and I shouldn't.
0: I don't typically feel guilty resting. I feel like rest is essential for me to do everything else. So it's the first and most important thing for me. I, I can't do the other important things if I'm not in the right mental headspace. And so... We definitely are a little bit different in that aspect, but I I think that allows us to contrast each other well.
2: Definitely getting better. (laughs) You pointed out, and I don't, I used to maybe get upset because I'm like, there's things to do, but I'm understanding more where that true creativity comes from. And I think if you look at the creation of this business, you know, it happened while we were on the other side of the world. All of the inspiration that started this whole thing off and then you brought it up earlier that the time, you know, when I'm not doing this, I'm typically in the garage or in the shop, you know, doing woodworking or building hot rods or, and I've got usually a podcast in or an audio book. So I'm still, still active, but I'm more of an active rest. Whereas I still like to be learning or doing something or creating something, but just not focused on the thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, rest isn't just taking a nap on the couch. I think people hear the word rest and they immediately think sleep. And that's not what rest is for everyone. It can be what you might need for rest, but there's many different kinds of rest. And rest really is whatever makes our nervous systems feel safe enough for our stress responses to switch off and that allows us to relax and our mind and our bodies get a chance to restore and recover and re-energize. So depending on the day, um, rest can be a nap, but there's many different kinds of rest other than physical rest. So, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, creative, and that's you know typically you fall under what i would consider creative rest um you like to go to the garage and build hot rods and do woodworking and that is what you consider a break for your mind um you get lost in what you're doing for hours my chosen method of rest tends a little, to be a little bit more mental so basically any non-thinking activity because i I just need that mental break. Um, So that can be watching TV or not even really watching it, but it's on and I'm half paying attention and half poking my phone. Mindless activities can equal rest for me. But I also, I like mental rest like reading and learning. That's when I consider that that I've had a break.
2: I think back on this last year and all the things we've built in the business. And it's kind of typical of me to think no matter how fast I'm moving in an endeavor that it's not fast enough. and I compare myself to people that are a thousand steps ahead of me. I also think that's why
1: I've been successful in a lot of things I do. Are you ready to unlock the tools within you for powerful change? What if I told you that there was a proven formula that turns your deepest desires into reality? Your life's journey is like a movie, with mountains to climb and monsters to conquer. Sometimes those monsters are competitors, friends, or even self-doubt. But here's the truth. The story you tell yourself might not align with reality. You have the power to overcome those inner monsters. In our best-selling book, Million Dollar Flip-Flops and The Courage to Change Course in Life and Business, we dive into a proven formula to overcome those inner monsters and so much more. What drives you at your core? are you living authentically and do you know your values roger glenhardt's waves method delves into these questions guiding you on a journey of self-discovery and success million dollar flip-flops is for you if you're ready to break free from your current reality make confident decisions and ultimately craft a life and business you deserve enough with seeking shortcuts or settling for good enough it's time for a change if this sounds like you then you need to get your copy of Million Dollar Flip Flops now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Take the first step towards a life you've always wanted. Once again, it's milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Don't wait, act now and embrace the journey to success. Now, back to the show. Why I moved so fast, but
2: I look back on this year and... You know, I built that. It's a 1950 F1, which I built from literally the ground up. I mean, frame up every bolt, every nut, the motor there. I mean, everything. Literally. <laughs> you know, name the part on it. It was put together with these two hands. But at the same time, I had all of this inspiration to build this business. And we worked really hard on the foundation. And it's not, I forget that. You know, it's, it's not a coincidence that I had a lot of that downtime on top of all the, you know, energizing times of building million dollar flip flops and writing the book and doing stuff like this.
0: And I think a lot of times you do that kind of stuff and you still feel guilty. And that's, that's hard for you. It's hard for me to watch because I consider it rest. I think you want to consider it rest, um, I don't
2: know that I feel as guilty doing that stuff as just like just sitting like on a Saturday or a Sunday and just when I'm doing nothing.
0: That's true. You (laughs) tried that recently and it was (laughs) it, it didn't go well. And I didn't really get my rest because you were trying to do what my rest looks like and you were restless. Yeah. Which left me. A little bit anxious trying to (laughs) help you rest or try to tell you it was okay if you wanted to go in the garage and do something. And you were like, no, I'm committed to staying in this chair. I was like, okay, that's fine too. So you tried.
2: Those days I usually make it till about 2 or 3 o'clock. And then I'll, if there isn't a project, and there's always a project. But if there isn't, I'll invent one (laughs) that has to happen for that day. (laughs) Welp. (laughs) Barely get out of the couch.
0: And my best day is there's literally (laughs) nothing on the board to do. It's just a free day for book reading and bath taking and journaling and rom-com watching (laughs) and just putting around the house.
2: So, I'm sure we're not alone. I'm sure people are listening to this and going, yep, that's... That's me and my partner.
0: Well, it's also an introvert versus extrovert thing, I think, too.
2: Yeah. I wonder, you know, I I would say that we work very well together, despite despite being on its face pretty opposite types of people. Agreed. Um, And why would you say that is?
0: It's balance. We balance each other out really well. I always say that I'm an earth sign, so I'm grounded. My feet are stuck to the ground. You are an air sign, so you are always floating around. And all we have to do is take each other's hand, and you lift me up a little, and I pull you back a little. And these are these are good things for both of us because you get me moving more, and I do help slow you down a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't have thought that was a good thing had you asked me 20 years ago. Right. So what's, so what's somebody do if they're, you know, their partner, you know, is it just a reframe of how you think about it? You know, where I was 20 years ago where it's, you know, this, oh man, this person's bringing me down versus looking at it as it's still hard for me to reflect back on that and say that that's why books will tell me that science will tell me that. But it's still hard for me. You will tell me that. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard for me to look back on it and you know, see the cause and effect,
0: I guess. Why do you think that is?
2: I have no idea. You know, it's why, it's what I see in other people. You know, it's what my coach sees in me. It's what you see in me, but I can't see it in myself. It's a, it's a perfect example of needing somebody from the outside looking at your situation.
0: Did you grow up in an environment of rest or busyness?
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like mom was pretty chill
0: mm-hmm.
2: and dad's pretty chill now. <laughs> Dad is a <all> lot resting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was, he was probably, I probably get that from him for the, the kind of always, always doing something, always working on something, you know? So I don't know. I, I kind of feel like they had a bit of that balance.
0: Mm-hmm. Your know, mom
2: being the more artistic side and quieter mm-hmm. sitting there painting something or doing stained glass or.
0: Yeah, I had a pretty good mix too. And my dad had a pretty solid weekly work schedule where he was home by a certain time every weekday or on Saturday he'd work a half day and then he'd do projects around the house and things like that. And Sunday was dedicated a little bit more to rest and play and doing something for fun or for himself or with us kids. I think as an adult, I feel like I've adapted My grandma's routine, which is that, and I I very much grew up with my grandparents, so I was with them a lot, which is why I think this is where I picked it up. But um, my grandma gets up in the morning and gets all her chores and all her errands done. And that is so she can rest for the rest of the day, or the rest of the day is hers. And that's really ideally what my ideal day is like. I prefer to get up and just get all of the to-do lists knocked out so that the rest of the day I'm free to do whatever I want.
2: I think that's a big driver for people who want to be entrepreneurs in the first place. Cause I, you know, we still have this fifties run in the press at the machine shop mentality, where if you're not on, you're not producing. Mm -hmm. If If you're not in the office, if you're not in front of the laptop, if you're, whatever that thing is. And something that drives, I know drives realtors for sure (laughs) is that they can, you know, they work when they want to work. Um, they work hard, but they, they work when they want to work. And that's certainly the case for me, you know, no matter what the business was.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there's a difference between being busy and being productive. I think a lot of people think busyness equals productive, but that's not always the case. And I think rest facilitates production, and busyness comes from a state of tiredness. when you can't really focus on one task in front of you or do it effectively, or whatever the case may be.
2: The thing that's helped me most over the last few years is the just the daily three tasks. Every day there's three things that I need to get done that are going to move the business, and everything else. It'd be nice if it happened that day, and if I feel like it, it will. But every day, I get those three things done, and they're they're typically very achievable. They're not run a marathon tomorrow. They're go for a jog, you know, if you're using a workout analogy. But it's you know, right now, you know, as we're kind of moving into that marketing for the five phases and the one thing that I really do well with my clients and kind of crafting what that offer looks like so that it makes sense i see the results but results with people and then having that be marketable to where a stranger understands it is two different things and so every day there's something i need to do
0: Mm -hmm.
2: towards that um like right now we're building out the quiz for the website and there's when you get the result there's five videos i need to shoot those videos That's the one thing that needs to happen to keep it moving forward so that the rest of the team can do their jobs. No different from this podcast. (laughs) We have this thing we're doing. It's the podcast. We've committed to it. And so many people, I'm going to go back to that stat on the podcast, where to be in the top, what was it, the top 1% of podcasts in the world, you have to release 25 episodes ever. Blows my mind. So... We're all already almost in the top <laughs> in the top 1% in the world, but it's because you don't feel well. I don't feel super great. I'm on hour 19 of my day, but this was the one thing that needed to happen today to move everything forward.
0: Mhm. And we did it. We did it. Yay us.
2: <laughs> I don't know if we have to keep that yay us in, but I'm here for
1: it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode makes you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. It's where we hang out in between episodes go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops until next time.